Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. He's like, well, I didn't live by myself. I lived with the... Oh, wait, hold on. That's I didn't it. live by myself. I lived with the guest of Christmas past, the guest of Christmas future. I have future. no fucking idea what accent that is. But I don't know what it's not. You're not allowed to do it anymore. You've been fired. Everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we just are constantly filled with rage. <laughs> and today is no different. Okay. I'm Amy Archer. I'm here with my lovely co-host Steph. What's up, Steph? What's up, Amy? What's up? You and I were texting back and forth watching this episode. It enraged me on so it's many levels. Brutal. I've officially decided that I need an Orion pillow to punch. Like the Cody Brown. <laughs> I am so over this motherfucker. <sighs> I'm done. Guys. I'm done. Um, I want to call out someone who left us a lovely review. Guys, oh. we love five-star reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving them to us. Oh. Someone left us a review that they enjoyed our menopause talk, and I've never felt more seen or appreciated. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. As I was lying in bed last night, just in a low state of low anxiety, as always, and I mean, I don't mean low anxiety like it wasn't there. I'm saying low-key anxiety like it's constantly there, like Mm -hmm. a little stream, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Literally thinking of my girls driving the car in the winter and getting in accidents on the highway. (laughs) Oh, I know, dude. It's the This is what I think about. This is what I I think about. And I have never, and you know, you've known me for 30 years. I know. Have I ever been the kind of person who sits around, thinks about ways that my kids are going to get hurt? No, that's me. Right. It's not me. What is happening? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. (sighs) Suddenly, I'm doomsday scenarioing everything. Mm, That sucks. Yeah. So you're laying in bed with like the low trickle of anxiety and Mm -hmm. I'm laying in bed with like the low trickle of sweat that's just dripping (laughs) off of my body and then I'm shivering because that was my night again last night. Okay. You guys, this sucks. I'm I'm not at the the sweat yet. I know. And everyone's going to say hormone therapy. I know. But like, I'm scared of it. Dude, I I understand, but you have to do what's right for you. And if hormone therapy is not right for you, you don't have to do it. If it is right for you, then I'm glad. But see, the thing is, I don't know what's right for me and I don't want to make the wrong decision. So I'm making Mm -hmm. no decision. Well, you need to consult with the doctor that you're sending me to, who we know will get this straightened out. I have, but like, I just can't make a decision. So I just sweat okay. and cry and I'm cold and I shake and then I'm hot and I'm <laughs> I'm like the most miserable fucking bitch to live with. I know that I am. <laughs> I hate myself. My poor family. 
Like I might need to do something just to save my my own Guys, life because my family might murder me. <laughs> send help to Stephanie's family. <laughs> when I see one of your boys Aww. walk in the the door behind you, I'm just gonna be like, blink twice if you need help. Yeah, and I'll I'll Seriously. send somebody over, and he's mm-hmm. just gonna be like, you can't even She's see my blinking, face, but I'm blinking. <laughs> One of my boys has COVID right now, and that sucks. I know. How do you and get it? Do you get the funeral? Well, I'm thinking either the funeral, which I school, don't know. Work. I mean, or sh- literally, it could have been fucking anywhere. They go to the, he goes. The, they both go to the gym. It could have been the mm-hmm. gym. It, mm-hmm. it could be a million places. Who knows? But it sucks because it's also like final week, and he's stressing out. So, yeah. Is he gonna go and, now, and like wear a mask and sit in the back of the class? Um, I mean, no, you can't miss finals. Supposed to do that? I don't what know. Is he but supposed I feel like to do. I feel like he can't miss finals. Well, he can't, but like he also can't show up with COVID. So right. So I would. I mean, he reached to me, out slipping to all... into slipping <laughs> into professor mode. I would reach out to all his professors. And sounds he like he did, yeah. and make alternate arrangements. Yeah, mm-hmm. and provide a doctor's excuse, a medical yeah. excuse. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I mean, don't forget. We've got one of those in the house too, so. I know. I Not know. a doctor, a professor. Yeah, my husband. I'm the doctor. My husband, your husband. People our are probably husband. real confused wondering what the marital structure of our relationship I mean, is. We're all a little confused. Same so I'm, I'm, I'm married to Timmy. Steph is married to Patrick. However, Steph and Timmy are like soulmates and Patrick mm-hmm. and I are like soulmates. But Stephanie True. and I are also soulmates. Right. So it's like a weird, mm-hmm. we don't really know what it is. Timmy, the, here's what it is. I'm soulmates with Patrick, but I'm twin flames with Timmy. Right. Yes. yes so that trumps everything. Yes. Because hmm. Timmy, you cannot escape. You can run away, but I will track you down. I know. <laughs> that PFA means nothing. <laughs> I know. So mm-hmm. that's true. And Timmy is like, I don't know that he's my twin flame. Right, definitely my soulmate. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? We're like the same person. Yeah, and Patrick and I are the same person. You guys, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so weird, isn't it? I don't know if I could be married to myself. I would irritate myself a little bit. I would fucking hate myself. I hate myself (laughs) not being married to myself. I I don't know how you need that balance of having someone else. You guys, I'm just gonna put it out there. I have no idea how my husband hasn't divorced me yet. I'm the worst (laughs) wife ever. But you are not. No, I really am. I really am not not good at this. She's not. Shut up. Okay. You guys, I'm really not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm better the second time around. I'm a better wife the second time around. See, I wasted all of my good energy on the first asshole. On the first one. Yeah. (laughs) When you had the when you had the bad. When I had the bad one, and now that I have the best one on the planet, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. Don't worry. This I'll is take what care. you get. Mm-hmm. I'll cook I mean, his dinners and shit. Don't worry about it. I cook. I've actually been cooking a lot lately. I have nothing I know you to have. do. You've been cooking up a storm. I have. You know, I, what, so you know what's happening? You're turning nesting. into Gabagool. I know. I know. <laughs> Guys, if you don't know who Gabagool is, you got to listen to our coverage of Golden Bachelor. You won't regret it. If you don't know who Gabagool is, shame on you. Shame. Shame. Let me get the bell. (laughs) Get the bell. You guys. I'm not on the ready. Here we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Shame. Mm -hmm. Shame. Shame. So I used to love to cook. But my first husband ruined that for me because, you know, when you come home 
in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. after being out at the bar for the 77th night in a row uh-huh, and uh-huh, you're hungry uh-huh. and you want second dinner and then I have uh-huh. to get up at midnight or two or three in the morning and make a second dinner because the first dinner isn't it. warm anymore. It yeah. ruins it. Yep. Yep. So yep. I spent most of my second marriage like being like if you're hungry you're on your own like I don't know what the fuck to tell you and then I'm like that's not nice like he's he doesn't deserve that. Well, but Patrick, I cook. Patrick's a good cook and could cook for himself. Patrick Let's just say a, that. Yeah. He's a much better cook than I am. Timmy is – I I'm always a, say Timmy's a much better cook than yeah, I am. Patrick yeah. is an amazing cook. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not – I can hold my own. I'm a very good cook too. I did make the most amazing vodka sauce the other day though. Mm. It was so fucking good. I made pasta with black truffle sauce last Ooh. night. Oh, so how was that? It was so good. I don't know how I feel about truffle. Well, Unless what I did is I'm, I'm not going to get into the recipe, but it was good. Let me tell you. Almost, Everyone almost hates even us. the entire recipe. No, let's stop. Um, <laughs> I will say this: Timmy made me a better cook oh, because for sure. we cooked together, together a lot when we first yeah. started dating, and mm-hmm. his mother's a very good cook. Mm-hmm. So, like mm-hmm. all the you know stuff yeah. he imparted to me. But. So, what I've started doing though is, and my kids think I'm like morbid and disgusting, but. Within the last month, and this is not an exaggeration, I bought a fancy recipe book. I'm writing them down. I've been writing all of my recipes so that when I croak, they're not like, oh, remember when mom used to make blah, 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 no one knows how to do it? Let me tell you something. What? When my cousin Hannah got married, Mm -hmm. my Aunt Ree gave her a beautiful copy of her recipe book. That's the greatest goddamn mm-hmm. thing you can give anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm dead yeah. serious. So don't make it when you croak. Make it when one of the boys gets married. You give it to well, them I when they go off and live on their own. Because I already said, I'm making this book so that when I croak, you guys know how to feed your families. That's okay. literally what all I right. said to them. Okay. And they're like, yeah. Mom, you're just nothing like being morbid. Mm. All right. Well, give it to them when they get married. If they get married. I mean, I Or when they're partnered. Whatever. I'm hot flashing myself right into my grave. So it's happening. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into what we're here for today. <laughs> wah, wah. I mean, mm. once these two – no, I'm not going to – no. I almost said once these two idiots are gone. Lauren is not an idiot. Lauren she is, is a not. hero. She's she, a fucking hero. She is a fucking hero. Once the idiot known as Orion is gone from this series, what is going to happen here? We're down to three boring couples? I don't know. I thought they were bringing Broke Back, Broke Down Prince back. (laughs) I almost said Broke Back. I didn't mean that. (laughs) (laughs) They are going to bring Broke Down Prince back, but when? When? I don't know. And I'm kind of He's on tour. He's on tour. He's on tour. (laughs) He's still filming um, behind the music. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to say I am a little pissed that he wasn't paired with Lauren. He's the one who would be in a boy band. It would be the hot one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The older one that's like hot and doesn't have time for this shit. Yeah. And he's kind of just like going along with the moves because he's making the money. But he's not really there for the real reason, which I don't really know what the real reason is. But don't you think that Lauren is so much a better – like I could see them together. I think we may have talked about this already. Yes, we've talked about this. Lauren could give a master class, I've said this before, in shutting down narcissist, which she does beautifully. I okay. need to take that class. 
She's incredible. She's incredible. Okay. Like I'm watching her like go through her lines and I'm like just the lines, the things that come out of her mouth, not even prompted, I don't think. And I'm just like, fuck, damn, that's good. I would never even thought of that. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. I shared a video to our Facebook group, which is Backdoor Friends. If you're not in there, get in there. Okay. And it is by – let me get her name because I want I don't want to – Oh, that therapist. Okay. So she's a BIPOC therapist and her name is Denise Brady. She's a family therapist. And okay. she she nails exactly what is going on here. So I, I encourage everybody to go watch it. Because she's a person of color, she can, you know, kind of say it way more articulate and better than I can. Same. And her voice belongs in the conversation. So go listen to her. Her name's Denise Brady. She's on TikTok. She's brilliant. Okay. She is great. All right. So let's get right into this, shall we? All right. Where do you want to go? I'm um, going to be First, honest. I'm going to say that this is Married at First Sight Season 17, Episode oh, yeah. 8, <laughs> Divorce, Prayers, and Spider Scares. And the description reads... Back in Denver after their honeymoon, our couples explore each other's homes, including a scare in a spider-infested basement. Meanwhile, couples grapple with ending their journey as newlyweds when they're faced with the tough decision of hitting the reset button or seeking a divorce. Mm. Why they have couples plural there is confusing to me, but okay. Couples hitting the reset button? Yeah. Couples grapple with ending their journey as newlyweds. Oh. I only, yeah, it doesn't it's only one couple. Yeah. Okay, my couples were boring this week, so my couples are in are real trouble. Your here. couples are literally in the dumpster on fire. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So let's start with why don't we start with um, Austin and Becca because okay. I love nothing them happens. and I want to start on a high note. And we love them, but nothing really happens. And so. you're totally right about him with his hygiene issues. Uh, yeah. I yeah. told you. Guys. I don't think she minds. I think it's not a deal breaker for her, but I totally agree with you. He washes his sheets once, once a month. Once a okay. month. Mm-hmm. All right. So they're talking about, I think they're in the apartments, right? That's what we mm-hmm. see first. Mm-hmm. Right. He has a place, or maybe they're in their, they're, they're, they're in those, the new apartment. I'm lying. I looked up the new apartments, by the yep, way. Yeah. Yep. Central. It, with an S, and it's the Union Square apartment building. They're really For beautiful. For two bedroom, they're like $3,500. It's really beautiful, though. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. views. So they're talking about filling the apartment with plants and video games and board games. And I'm, you know, I'm obsessed with the plants. So I was here. Yeah. For, I mean, you could see. And all I'm of into them the N64 that they're right. bringing. And I've got the plants. So we're good. Mm-hmm. They talk about splitting chores, and she's optimistic as per usual because when is she not? Also, is anyone taking note of her wardrobe? Because she wears some of the coolest shit, and yeah, I need she to just know where knows she's how to getting dress. it from. She last, just knows how to dress. I don't. I need a lesson. Last week, she had on this black and white dress. It was like black and it had white flowers on it, and it had like a little collar. It was the cutest fucking thing. If there's any backdoor friend listening that knows where this is from, please send me the link because I need mm-hmm. it. Like, I'm dead mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. Today, well, not today, but this week, she has on this funky, like, 70s floral print top. She's just so – she looks so great all the time. Yeah, I she love always her does. style. Anyway. I agree. So then we see his place. And <laughs> this house really is cute. The house it's is a cute, cute house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cute – it's, like, it's perfectly fine. Yep. But I've just – 
Yeah, it does. I loved the hardwood floors. It has the arched um, doorways. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. adorable. I mean, I liked it. I did notice, though, he sounded drunk again. And I've decided – remember last week I said I think he's drunk the whole time? I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how he sounds. Oh, okay. He always sounds like he's yeah. slurring. He could be stoned. He could be stoned. Oh, Like me. he could be on edibles. He could be a star. Because it is le- weed's recreationally yeah, legal I mean, there. Yeah. Same. Who amongst us? I mean, yeah, I think I mean, he is. But you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did notice that he does kind of live like a bachelor. Did you see all the hats on the wall? I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, whatever. But she's I so get easy. this because I collect shit. So like when I saw the hats on the walls, it didn't like I could go down a rabbit hole collecting stupid shit. I know. So. I know. Um, but she's so easygoing about all of this. And I'm just so impressed because there's no mm-hmm. way that I would have been. But she asks him, how often do you wash your towels? To which he replies, when necessary. <sighs> what does that mean? And then he says, I don't know, like once a month. Okay, no, so here's the thing. No, sir. We know from his roommate that he's pretty good at like taking out the, the trash car, and yeah. picking some stuff up. Mm-hmm. I would be like, you're in charge of that. I'm in charge of all things laundry. Yes. yes. Yeah, and that can work. And maybe that's what they'll do. Who knows? I mean, this is what my kids do. Like since they started doing, quote, their own laundry, they do it like once a month, but they just have an endless supply of clothes, so it doesn't matter. Mm, yeah. But I'm constantly washing their work uniforms because oh, I, I don't want that to reflect on me. Right, right, right. So I'm so washing the work why, uniforms. Guys, if there's any parents of like preteens out there, teach your kids to do their laundry now. The greatest mm-hmm. fucking thing I did mm-hmm. was when my kids turned 13, I started making them do their own laundry yep. and I have yep. literally not touched it since. Anyway. I don't touch it, but I'm constantly yelling, guys, there's yeah. clothes in the washer. You got to put it over. Like they tie up my washer for like two days when they do oh, it on those kids, those bitches. We yep. love them. Anywho... They talk about where they're going to move after decision day, and Becca was, like, totally cool with moving in with Austin, and he's like, mm, not sure why you'd want to live here since I have a roommate, which he – I was a little turned off by how, like, weird he was about it. Yeah, like, why wouldn't you kick the roommate out? Oh, yeah. I'm a terrible whatever. person. But then, mm-hmm. whatever. Becca doesn't have a lease. Maybe they'll go to her place. Whatever. Well, and he on, seems fine with that. Yeah. She's like, I think it would make more sense for you to move in my son. He's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. So she must have a nicer place, I'm thinking. Probably. Mm-hmm. So then, you guys, we get a visit from Pastor Cal. Pastor and Cal, Mayor Jane for Punks. Mayor, Mayor Jane, Jane for, punks. for Punks. And he shows up in this, like, amazing plaid suit, and I'm here for it. He was Amanda, looking sexy. Okay. Amanda asked if she, if he's hot. She's like, he's should, hot. We, should we think he's hot? I'm He's sorry. Hot he if is. you could divorce him from all the misogynistic undertones, let's yeah. just not forget. Let's go all the way back to season oh. twelve when we were in Atlanta and we were dealing with that fuck Chris. Remember him? Oh. And Pastor Cal kept telling Paige to like stick it out, stick it out. And I'll never forget. Doctor Viviana was like, "Um, you need to get out of this marriage." Yeah, it was weird, and was weird. I feel like he. I don't think he does it purposely. I think it's I don't just. Either who he is and it could be some of his religious you know beliefs or whatever mm-hmm. but i do think he is slightly misogynistic in his counseling i know i think a little bit too but i do think so if you hot. divorce him from that objectively he is a handsome man he's a very handsome man mm-hmm. so anyway but we do find out that they haven't boned and yeah. i'm a little surprised yeah um i'm going to say i feel like maybe He's not attracted to her. 
they are and dangerous close to the friend, to friend zone. zone. They mm-hmm. need to bang like within the next week or it's not going to happen. I know. And he's saying, he tells Pastor Cal that the desire is there, but dude, I'm not buying it. I'm Mm-mm. just not buying Mm-mm. it. I still think he's just talking the talk, you know? Yes. Yes. I um, agree. Pastor Cal makes them talk about kids. She opens up, um, you know, to how she's open to having a family no matter how it happens. Um, Austin brings up religion. He brings, I thought it was kind of funny because he talks about God's love and how mm-hmm. it's just all his religion is just all about God's love. And yep. Pastor Cal says to Becca, well, what is your spirituality like? And she said, well, the same kindness and love. And Cal's like, yeah, guys, it's the same fucking thing. There's like no reason to have a problem here where there isn't one. And I'm like, that's a really good way of pointing it out. I'm really surprised that he's so religious. Me too. I am too. You just don't see that a lot in younger generations. I don't know. I know. It's not weird. I shouldn't say it's weird. So, but it's just it's unusual. It's unusual. Yeah. Um, Becca does tear up a little bit and she talks about, you know, being raised Jewish and how, you know, she was never understood by her Christian friends and people always wanted to change her and that's hard and that sucks. So I felt that. Um, But they do agree that they're compatible in their views um, and and Austin admits that this is something he's going to need to work on and he's willing to try. They admit Mm -hmm. that they like each other. She has a crush on him. And they both say they can see love in the future. They've told each other that they love each other, but they say they're not in love yet. And Pastor Cal is okay with that. And that's pretty much all we have this week for them. My prediction is they're going into the friend zone. Me too. Yep. 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 I'm going to be honest. Can I be honest about something before we move on? I'm wondering if it's not the medical stuff. And I hate bothering him. Yeah. I don't think so. I hope I'm wrong. Please. I don't think so. I think she is. I don't want to put this on her. In his eyes, he sees her as one of the guys. Like she's starting to just be like his buddy. Yeah. And I think that needs to end a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I do. I'm just so worried that he's just saying all of the right things, but not, and he's not going to, like, I'm afraid that he's writing checks that his ass can't cash, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. Please let me be wrong for her sake. I know, but I, I don't see this working. I don't either. She deserves... Somebody who's like gaga crazy over her. And I think he's lukewarm about her at this point. I do too. Like I think he's in, but he's not in. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what I'm picking up on. Mm -hmm. I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. Me too. All right. Um, What's going on with Clam? Bring us over to Clam. I fucking love Clam. (laughs) Come at me. I don't even care. I will take the punches. I'm a big girl. Spiders. I never this, Jacob Marley. <laughs> My basement is full of spiders and Vegemite. God, I can't. When he whipped out the Vegemite, I was dying. I know. Dying. I know. It was really funny. Every Australian I know is all about the Vegemite. It's hilarious. I yes. it's, I'm mm-hmm. dying to try it. I've never had it, but I really mm, want – I no. really – I'll mm. try anything. I want to try it. I was going to try it, and then I saw Claire's reaction. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm taking a page out of her book. Do you want to know why I decided I wanted to try it? When Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson had COVID in Australia, they posted pictures online of them eating Vegemite. And I'm like, well, Mm -hmm. if Tom Hanks can do it, so can I. I mean, if Tom Hanks can do it, who amongst us can't? Yes. All right. So 
We see our friends clam at their new apartment, and we learn that he pees a lot in the night. I'm concerned about his prostate. He He's needs a young to get his guy. That's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Um, but they still seem to be having a lot of fun with each other, and they both seem pretty excited. So I mm-hmm. like this for them. I did crack up though. He sits on the couch next to her. They start chatting in his shorts. She starts laughing at his <laughs> short shorts, and they are really short. And he they're very them. short. And I will say this. Um, I think that he's taking her her little ribbing better. I now. do too. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I just think those are normal kind of her sense of humor. And I get it because my family's the same way. We're gonna same. make fun of you if you're wearing short shorts. Same. We're gonna make fun of you if you're dressed like a dad. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just the way we roll. And, and I he, think he's learning that there's yes. no malice behind right. it. And he razzes her in like a very sarcastic manner. Yes. Which I also relate to. Yes. So I And I think see- she's okay. Yeah. Um They do talk about how they're both nervous about navigating living together because she's never lived with a partner, but he has. And he Mm -hmm. says that he thinks he's less nervous than she is. He's like, well, I didn't live by myself. I lived with the... Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. I didn't live by myself. I lived with the guest of Christmas past, the guest of Christmas future. I have no fucking idea what accent that is. (laughs) I don't know what. It's not... You're not allowed to do it anymore. You've been fired. I got to get into my British accent. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> I was doing the Queen during the Crown the other day, and I like fucking, fucking nailed it, dude. You've nailed the fucking I Queen. Nailed, I nailed the Queen. I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, hopeful stop. <laughs> you've never nailed anything like you've nailed fucking Queen Elizabeth. I nailed it's the, queen. the greatest fucking um, thing I've ever heard, and I want to hear you do it for all of eternity. Okay, Please I'm gonna say clam. I'm gonna say clam in my voice. Okay, I'm gonna say, oh, uh, I have never lived alone because I've lived with the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. There. <laughs> What okay. he really says is, I've lived with a partner and her parents and her siblings. <laughs> God, we're awful people. I'm shutting this down because we're just, Clam, I'm being Clam an asshole right now. Literally file a lawsuit against us. <laughs> he better not because I love him. I'm his biggest fucking supporter. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I was, okay, so then he takes this on a real weird turn. And once again, we see we see our boy Jacob Marley say something that makes no fucking sense, where we know what he's trying to say, but he can't get the words out. It mm-mm, makes no mm-mm. sense. He says something about how he likes to, help me, I wrote it down and now I don't worry. He like it. likes he to, likes to, to push. see how bad shit can get before yes. he addresses something. <laughs> it's like real weird. <laughs> Claire's like, we're absolutely not doing that. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. It's absolutely not happening. No, it was Mm -mm. so funny. But you could tell she was like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Clam, just stop talking. He... He was just – he has no idea what I he's have trying said to say. From the be- I have said from the beginning about him, he always talks himself out of the marriage. <laughs> like, I know. Shut your mouth, dude. Just stop talking. And the funny thing is I don't even think that's what he's doing, though. No, I no, just think I he's not – this. I just think he's not good at putting his words in the right he, He's order. just the king of always saying the wrong thing. Wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. We um, love him anyway. He, we do love him. Although he's secretly a killer. No, he's not. 
Anyhow, Anyhow, we do see that he does live in an actual basement full of fucking spiders, which I am not paying any attention to because if you know anything about me, you know that bugs and me do not mix. Or I'm, well, I would have burned that fucking place down, but whatever. She takes I'm it in I'm team stride. Claire on this one. I'm team Claire. Yes, mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. But I also realize, like, that that is part of my personality that's, like, I'm a big baby. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's Like, it's, it's a fine. me problem, not a, not a kid oh, problem. Oh, totally. <laughs> but it, do- it is – she does say that the apartment is a lot like his personality, and I kind of knew exactly what she meant, even though mm-hmm. I don't know what she meant. But I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it made sense when she said that. I just can't mm-hmm. articulate why. So here's why I'm going to tell you he's not a murderer. So cut your shit. When we see Claire Mm -hmm. introducing him to Lenny, her fucking adorable dog, and you know how Mm -hmm. I love all animals, the Mm -hmm. dog wants nothing to do with him, which Mm -hmm. immediately tells me everything we need to know. He is fucking safe. Come at me one more time and say he's a murderer and I'm going to punch you. Lenny would be like trying to attack him. Or he'd be growling or barking. The okay. fact that the dog is acting like he's not even there okay. is so telling to me. And but any he's not other liking him either. But it doesn't matter. He doesn't know him yet. It's okay. the fact that he's not. He's neutral. He's not. He's neutral. He's not intimidated. Okay. He's not scared. He's not threatened. Okay. It's, he's All just right. like whatever. That's huge. You backdoor friends. We've got some animal lovers in the group that are going to have my back on this one. I know we do. Okay. Another thing that cracked me up. So they're talking about where she lives in her apartment and how she, you know, he's asking how you take him for walks, blah, blah, blah. And he, and I'm only touching on this because it brought up a memory. So he says something about how she lives in a concrete jungle. And it was just cute because that's something my dad used to always say. Um, whenever I would go to like the city to New York, my dad would be like, ah, I'm going to hate that concrete jungle. So that's why I was like, oh, he said concrete jungle. I've never heard anyone say that but my dad. Oh, really? So, I've heard mm-hmm. a lot of people say that. I've never heard it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do talk a little bit about religion. Um, she was raised Catholic. Um, he is not religious. Um, but he's open to new religion, and mm-hmm. um, he understands. Um, she mm-hmm. does talk about how she was raised Catholic, but she's very, very committed to her faith and very deep in her faith since losing her brother. Mm-hmm. And she just asked, you know, she and she was, I thought, really respectful about it yeah. too. Yeah, she was. You know, she handled it great. Everybody was cool with like, it. Like, I don't get the impression she's going to be like beating him over the head with Never. it. Never. No, I don't either. And then. Dun, dun, dun. My favorite of all time, Dr. Pepper shows up. Dr. Pepper is looking good. Shows up. She's like four foot one sitting at that bar. You guys, I miss her so much. I want to be her when I grow up. Me too. Mm -hmm. I just miss her. That's what I have in my notes. I miss her. Because I I do. We used to see so much of her. I just miss it. This sucks. Um, but so Dr. Pep asks them what they want guidance on. And Cam says that what he thinks they've struggled most with is trying to build a space for their physical intimacy. And Claire agrees. She and won't apologizes. let me touch her. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> she do won't it. let me. Wait, now I'm, I got to get into it. Wait, wait. No, you're making me not do it. <laughs> she won't let me touch her. I don't know. I can't do <laughs> anything. That's okay. That's all right. Sounds like a drunk um, crocodile. I know, right? 
<laughs> so Claire admits that she's moving at a snail's pace and she apologizes. So Pepper just says, listen, guys, you're feeling warm towards each other. When mm-hmm. you're feeling that, show it physically, even mm-hmm. if it's just a touch or an embrace or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she calls Claire out a little bit and she mm-hmm. you know, says like, you know, you need to step up a little bit here. And I don't even know if that's what she said, but she basically yeah. says to Claire, yeah. like, you can step show it up, him. sweetie. Step it up. Step it up. But she, you know, says you can show him some mm-hmm. affection by being a little bit more physical. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I just realized that you insulted me. Why? Because you said I nailed the queen impression. What about saving the ranch? All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what about my John Dutton? <laughs> I did forget a little bit about John Dutton because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's been a hot minute since I've heard him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. Your Queen Elizabeth is better than John Dutton. <laughs> all right. All right. Save the ranch, Claire. Save the ranch. <laughs> okay. Um, so Cam talks about religion, um, a little bit. I'm jumping all over the place. That's fine. No, that's fine. And I just am. Um, and he talks about how he was kicked out of church or school or something at the age of 10 because he spoke out about something that was wrong. I love this. I love this. I'm sorry. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. Me too. you, You have to understand the context at which I'm coming to this, yep. I have spent the last two nights watching Let Us Pray, it's the documentary about tonight. the women who were raped in the IFB church, and I'm just not here for this right now. So if Cam is speaking out against injustices in his church, good, good. on you, Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's my fucking hero. <laughs> he I deserves every him. shilling that Jacob Marley or that mm-hmm. uh, Scrooge gives him. So you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pepper says that while they don't agree, they do share a lot of the same values that can be expressed in different ways. Cam is just being so fucking great. So is she. I love these two. They're my new yeah. star couple, and I yeah. will fight all you Cam haters. That's all. They're in they're in a good place, and who would have thought it? I know, right? I certainly didn't. Not not in that first episode, but I don't know, you guys. I'm really I mean, I love him. I think we know yeah. that. I don't need to yeah. keep saying it. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Well, let's go to let's go to some people we don't fucking love. Yeah, like um Emily and Brennan, or should like we little, say little Brennan? Vlad, little baby Vlad? Told you. <sighs> Tell me I didn't call that shit. That is, that is an insult to Vladimir Zelensky, though. Zelensky, because I like um, him. I love him. It's yeah. a total insult. And I didn't – I wasn't insulting mm-hmm. Vladimir yeah. Zelensky when I said that. I mean, he's hot, and I was actually giving Brennan a compliment when I said that, but whatever. Yeah, Brennan doesn't deserve he a doesn't, compliment. He doesn't deserve that compliment. I don't know what has happened here. We watched uh, After Party last week, mm-hmm. and Lauren was on, and who else was on? Claire. Claire. And they were telling us – oh, and that, that idiot from – Nashville. I can't think of her. Kristen. Kristen Kirsten. Whatever. I, whatever. Um, Claire and Lauren both indicated that Brennan is a monster to Emily off air. Mm-hmm. Rolls his eyes at her, says mean things to her. What a dick bag. I fucking hate that shit. Because here's the thing. Let me just say this about Emily up front. We all know I've made fun of her. 
Mm-hmm. I will Same. continue to do so. Okay. Same. However, I don't think she's a bad person, and I had oh, a lot of empathy for her here. Are you kidding me? I have all the fucking empathy mm-hmm. for her here. Fuck him. And I just want to point out, just because you know I have to do a told you so, uh-huh. the minute he was like, well, so what kind of car do you drive? When yeah, they met at the this. wedding, yeah, I yeah. knew he was a fucking douchebag, just saying. <sighs> so they're checking out the apartment. And did you did you clock this? She sees a candle from across the room and goes, Oh my god, it's my favorite. It's friend. Mm-hmm. How I would did. you how do you know? How do you know? It's an I orange mean, candle. We all know in the world of home goods that could be anything. I know. It could be sun-kissed root beer. It could be sun-kissed <laughs> root beer. It could be citrus daydream. <laughs> <laughs> could be rainbow garlic who fucking knows <laughs> what the fuck does rainbow garlic smell like god i hope i never find it feels out like garlic that's been left out in a rainstorm <laughs> okay so there has been a total I bet you that's what <laughs> i bet you that's what austin's laundry smells like <laughs> There has been a total shift in Brennan's energy. Complete shift. What the fuck happened? So they sit. Well, well, let me go through it and then Mm, we will theorize of what happened. I am not okay. They sit down. They talk about how they're staying together. They have to make things work. Oh, Emily says that. She's like, the the great thing about living together is that we have to stay captive in an apartment. And Brennan's like, no, we so don't. here's the deal. Uh, if I wake up and if I have a morning call, I'm going to take that here. Maybe scramble an egg. Maybe, you know, get my protein bar, my protein shake. I don't know, eat six raw eggs. At like father, like father God, and then, mm. um, then I'm gonna go over to my house. I'm gonna work there for the rest of the day. Now, like what? On its surface, this is not a bad idea. No, because if you have two people who have pretty intense jobs and you're both working from home, until you can move into a space where you're like, okay, you know, this is my space. Yes. This is your space. Do you remember 2020 for me? Yes, and we were all yes. working from home, and I had everyone's yes. fucking kids here, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> What would you have given to have had a house somewhere that you could go to and just work? I totally get it. Right. However. So, so on its surface, it's not a bad idea. If he comes going. back home after. Yeah. Keep, but then he's going. like, <clears throat> then he's like, well, you know, uh, I want to go home and I think, you know, I have some things to work on and I have a busy week coming up. So I think we should reconvene in a few days before moving to the new place. As they're sitting in the new place. What? Now, here's the problem with her. She just yas him to death. Yeah. Yeah. She just yeah. nods and yeah. does whatever he yeah. says. Yeah. I know I hate and that. Lauren, and Lauren, I, I feel like Lauren needs to scoot over there and Cyrano yeah. de Bergiac this bullshit and tell I her exactly what to say. I swear to you, I wrote in my notes, she needs Lauren to come and take charge of this. Yes. Yes. Um, she tells the camera she's blindsided. Mm-hmm. And he tells the camera, well, we spend 24-7 together for a week. Like, haven't you seen that? Like, I can't deal with this. I need a break. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> now, later we see Emily heading over to his house. It's a real weird energy. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to say to each other. This is not the couple who was doing shots together and, like, talking no. about banging. No. Everything she says, he's like, hmm. Like, you could tell he's Judgy McJudgerson. And notice because- 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. But notice how when he speaks to her, he won't make eye contact. He's looking yep. everywhere yep. but at her, yep. and I hate that. She says things like, oh, I have to watch two hours of TV every night, and I can't grow plants. I tried. They all died. And this house <laughs> looks less boyish than I thought. And, like, he's just judging the fuck out of her for every one of these statements. Mm-hmm. And then he says, you know, to her, he says, it's been nice having this time to myself, and we'll reevaluate in a few days. And yeah. she's just – she tells the camera, like, what the, the fuck happened fuck. here? Mm-hmm. Why now, is he calling the shots? I, I don't hate know. this so much. She well, don't forget, she's never been in a relationship. I know. Oh, that's and this right. is where that's a problem. That's right. So Pastor Cal comes over. They all meet at the apartment, and Pastor Cal's like, "Yo, baby Vlad, uh, Mary Jane for punks, <laughs> and you're punk in here." No, he doesn't. Do it. <laughs> he says, "Oh, the apartment looks great, but it looks unlived in. So let's talk about that." And Brennan's like. Well, we were busy, and Emily lies and is like, we didn't feel the need to rush it. No, Emily, no, stop. I mean, stop. Stop. Uh, Lauren, get to your girl. I know. We need help. We need help here. <clears throat> Pastor like, Cal I says, need to send in rescue. <laughs> it's bad. Pastor Cal says, let's lay this all out. And and I called this about her, if you remember. I said she was trying to be cool girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this is a cool girl problem that yep. you just go along, go along, go along. You're right. So Pastor Cal says, let's lay this all out. Are you invested? What's up? And Emily finally admits like, yeah, something has changed. Mm. And Brennan says, there was a lot of adrenaline on the honeymoon. I was just going with it. And now, I don't know, there's no romantic connection and the honeymoon like kind of killed it. Then he says, he has the most amazing girl. He doesn't understand what's wrong. I know what's wrong, but I'll get to it. Really? What do you think it is? I think <sighs> she doesn't challenge him enough. Yeah. He needs somebody who challenges him a little bit. He gets off on that. Mm. So I think you're Brennan, right. Brennan says, because look at the parent, the marriage his parents have. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Brennan says he wants to feel it, but he doesn't. Pastor Cal's like, so you don't want to touch her? And Brennan's like, that's a shitty way to put it, but yeah. He says he pushed himself on the honeymoon. When they had good moments, he feels like he wants to be affectionate, but he still doesn't feel the romantic feelings behind it. Pastor Cal actually gives them some decent advice here. He does. And he says, you're trying to apply normal rules to an unnormal situation. And it looks, it's going to look different. The closeness, the intimacy, all of that will come differently in this relationship than you're used to it coming. Mm -hmm. So then Pastor Cal says, are you not attracted to her? And he goes, we're not doing that. What the Ooh. fuck? Ooh. First of all, first, there's of all. a million other ways that you could have answered that question without yep. being a fucking asshole. Yep. Let's just put that out there. He could have said, I just don't feel comfortable talking about that, Pastor Cal. Or I don't know how going into that is going to be helpful. Can you maybe explain? You know, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. We're or, not doing that. Even an I'm not sure how to answer that right now would have worked. We, we Better saw, than that. We saw a little bit of his father in that moment, didn't we? I told you. Mm-hmm. So Pastor Cal says, you are very careful and fearful to get deep. But I think what Pastor Cal wanted to say, let's go to Amy interprets Pastor Cal. Pastor Cal wants to say, you are very calculating in how you come off on the cameras. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brennan says, you want to be mindful of the cameras and how you come across. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I know. I know. And so Pastor Cal makes him say some nice things about Emily. And he says he likes her spontaneity, her openness, her fun side. Her and bubbliness. Why did – and if he, he said that more than once. Yep. Bubbly. Then he says, okay, I guess we can move in together. And when Pastor oh Cal God. leaves, Emily asks if she's if he's attracted to her and he cannot answer. And she's like, well, you're you're answering you're that by not answering it. Right. And then he says he's willing to try and she cries to the camera and she says, I just was not prepared for this. And I felt all the empathy in the world for her I at that too. point. I really, I really did. I really did too. It was heartbreaking actually. And I think this throws her off her game because – I think she like she's objectively beautiful. Mm-hmm. She is the cool girl, and mm-hmm. so like I think she is used to men really liking her. I think so too. And she doesn't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. It's a rejection she probably has never really felt. Do you think that something changed when she called him out on camera last week when she said, "Oh, so do you not like to have fun?" I don't know. I don't know when something changed. I think she was better at him than a lot of the sports and the games. I don't know if that bothered him. Something happened, though, because I don't believe him that he was trying. I I don't don't. either. He was into it. He was into it. And you're not going to convince me otherwise. I think something happened. Like something changed and we just don't know what it is. I wonder if it's that she's drinking a lot. I don't know because he's drinking right alongside of her. I don't know, but we mm, we did point out a couple of weeks ago, especially when they were doing all those shots, and he was like, I'm I'm keeping up, but I'm trying not to throw up. Like, maybe mm-hmm. he's just – and I said, he. I can see how that could be a huge turnoff. It would be for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that. But handle that. Like, you don't have to handle it this way. He's being Right, say it. I, yeah. I think – I don't know. I think he's got a lot of mommy issues. I do, really. too. I do, too. And – I think that it can go one of two ways when you have a domineering father and a submissive mother and you grow up seeing that as a boy. I think you can either resent your mother for what you perceive as her weakness and you want somebody Mm -hmm. strong Mm -hmm. or you think that that's how women should be. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I wonder if he, I wonder if he, if she's just too go along to get along for him, if he needs somebody to, to tell him to fuck off once in a while, even though I don't think he would handle that well. I don't. He either. could never be with Lauren. No. <laughs> Lauren would be no. like, "Fuck you." She dude. would just pick him up and like mm-hmm. football throw him yeah. right into the ocean because she blame is her. like the most emotionally articulate person that I think I've ever seen on this show. I think I may have ever seen in life. <laughs> yeah, and so I think that, I, I don't know. I don't know. Guys, come at us. What do we think? Ha- like, if only there were cameras on these people 24-7, right? No. Come on. Like, we're getting nothing. Well, and another thing is, they used to, back in the day, meet with these people separately. Like, Brennan should have had a separate meeting with Pastor Cal where he could have yes. talked about what was really going on. Yes. They would always do that, meet separately, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. he would bring them together. Or yeah. they would meet together, yep. and then yep. he would meet separately. So then mm-hmm. – but that's when they were actually being paid to be on the show, I think. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I don't now, know. Now, Pastor Cal's busy with that app. He doesn't have time for this. I know. Ugh. All right. So let's scoot over to the infuriating 
couple of the week. Oh, um, Lauren and Orion. Mm-hmm. On the plane ride home. Now, remember where we leave these people. We have an yeah. opening scene in the beginning where all the couples are getting ready to leave. And Lauren and Orion show up. They've just had that really emotional meeting with, with uh, Pastor Cal. And they're like, pretty much, this is over. Yeah. Okay. So this is where we're leaving them. Now we get the plane ride home. Lauren says, Orion had a flip of his emotions and told me he would like to do a full reset. This is the problem I have with Orion. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to tell an indigenous man what can and can't offend him. I am here to say, stop flip-flopping, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you're either you either can you're, get over this or you can't. Yeah. You're you're, you're torturing her. In or her. out. Yeah. Like shit yeah. or get off the fucking pot already. But like he's stop dragging her. her through the yeah. fucking mud. I yep. hate it. Oh, he says he's awful. He's awful. She says she hopes he can forgive her. He says he believes he can. He just needs a few days away to reset. Fuck off. <clears throat> okay. So we get it, and then we get a self-filmed uh spot from Lauren. Saying that Orion reached out to her and said, never mind, psych, never mind. Via text. Mm-hmm. He Via text. texted her. Mm-hmm. And he Weenie. said, I don't want to continue the marriage, but I want to continue the process. Process. Okay. Which means what? He just wants to be on television. Yes. Like, yeah. what's her name? I'm a good person. Alyssa. Alyssa and Chris. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. She just wanted to be in the apartment with, with the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This motherfucker mm-hmm. just I... wants to be on TV. He is in the fucking trash pile. He's and at I the bottom of the trash pile. Mm-hmm. Lit it on fire. So she says, This is confusing to me because I thought marriage was the process. Yeah. And I just wrote, This fucking guy. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, buddy, is what I wrote. (laughs) Dr. Pia comes by, and I appreciate Dr. Pia. Me too. She's like, when did you guys last see each other? And he says, well, we've tried to, shoulder shimmy, we've tried to uh, right before this, but it didn't work out. And Lauren's like, no, you asked me for my, she is amazing. She is. You asked me for my, and she's, I want to be very clear, because I feel like this is a line that black women have to walk a lot. I know. She is not being an angry black woman no. at all. No. She is and she talked about that on After Party, which is why I bring it up. She's like, I'm always conscious that I'm gonna be perceived as the angry black woman. She's not. She is coming across as somebody who is completely in tuned with her emotions, yeah. can articulate what she's feeling, and is holding people accountable to what they're saying. And I say brava. Exactly. I see her as like the opposite. Of an angry black woman. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. see that at all. No, I don't at either. All. She has taken this. Mm-mm. She has handled this better than anybody would have. Yeah, no. No, fuck that. But you so, know what pisses me off, though? I'm sorry. I interrupted go ahead. you. No, go ahead. But you pointed out last week, we talked about the the shoulder shimmy and the pursed mm-hmm. lips. Mm-hmm. And he's doing that. And I think I, I'm just admitting that, like, you were right last week, that it is when he's backed up against a wall. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw yep. it. I saw it actually take over his body, and mm-hmm. it's exactly when it happened. Mm-hmm. So Lauren that. says, "No, Orion, that's not what happened. You didn't even try. I sent you the, my availability. You didn't even call me." So then he says he wants a divorce, and he doesn't feel any romantic, you know, things anymore. And then he fucking blames her, mm-hmm. and he says, "Your reactions are the problem here." No. Whenever we, whenever I bring something up, you go from one to a hundred. See, this is she gave him that ammo early on. 
I know. And he is using it against her every chance he gets. Mm-hmm. They had a fight, which she is literally on television being gaslit in front yep. of us. Yeah. And then she, I will never forget when I was getting divorced. My ex-husband and I used to fight so nasty, right? Because mm-hmm. he was a manipulator and he was gaslighting me frequently. All the time. And I would have these, I was in my early 20s. I would have these explosive reactions to this. I would be calling him names, I would be, you know, whatever. Of course, yeah. And I remember just feeling so ashamed of myself for acting that way. Like that shame just I've, lived with me. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'll never forget my sister saying to me, like, I was crying, crying, crying on the phone with her. And I said, you know, I've treated him so terribly. I've done this. I've done that. And my sister saying to me, like, I would have fucking killed him if I lived mm-hmm. with him. I know. You've been more than gracious dealing mm-hmm. with it. And I was like, oh, like she, it but through that, start- like she, right. She gave me like permission yes. and helped me to, not permission to be nasty. I don't no. mean it like that, but like. She validated she, my anger. Right. Yeah. Right. And I feel like somebody needs to do that for Lauren. Like what you are experiencing it's and normal. if you're going one to a hundred, anybody in that situation would do that. Mm-hmm. Totally. And this motherfucker brings it up like it's her fault. I know. <sighs> I hate I gotta him. Calm down my I pocket. hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> But I love, are you going to get into more Pia? I don't want to like. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. okay. So Pia says, um, so she, Lauren rightly says, I am not reacting in a vacuum here. Like I'm reacting to something you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Pia says, oh, Ryan, how does control show up for you in your life? This and he's like, I'm not trying to control this. I'm not trying to control this. She's like, yes, you are. Yes, you are. This that line mm-hmm. was everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. So oh, then she called him right the fuck out. Yep. So then he asked for a divorce and she says, fine. And then she has the last word and she says, I feel like I had a realist- realistic view of marriage. Mm-hmm. Like there were going to be ups and downs and I came to this ready and he fucking didn't. Yep. And she gets up and she walks out the door and he shoulder shimmies and cuts black. Yep. 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 That motherfucker. <sighs> that motherfucker. I, I don't know what he was thinking. Did you think you would come off looking better on the show? I don't show? know like, what he what thought. What are you thinking, dude? I, I truly can't even begin to understand any of what goes through his brain because it makes no sense to me. Nothing that he said was, like, validated anything. Like, he's just talking in circles. Here's the it's thing. It's so like, bad. If he wants to call – I don't know if this was, like, a misguided effort to call attention to indigenous issues or something. But, like, you're not being a good representative mm-hmm. of that. No. Like, because you're not giving people – I hate to use this word they use all the time, but – He's not giving people the grace, grace to progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and like she really says meaningfully that. talking about these issues. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I would have loved to have learned more about his culture. Me? and But like now it's completely shut down because you're a fucking idiot. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. And we okay. talked about that from the very beginning. That we, yep. Like I was excited to see how this played out because of his culture. Like I wanted more of that. And He's, then in – 
on After Party at some point. I can't remember which one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe I heard Lauren said that when they got in that fight, he wanted to talk to Doctor to Pastor Cal because Pastor Cal would understand his point of view. Like you're not talking to a black woman. Whoa. That's fucked up. I'm telling you, there's misogyny all over this. Wow. It's bad. Okay. So next time on, can we do next time on? Yes. Okay. Next time on, they're all having parties for their friends and family. And Becca's friends are not practicing boundaries. They're like, did you guys bang? Did you put mm. the P in the V? Did you put the P in the A? Did you put the P between the T's? Like, what's going on? And <laughs> Cam's father is dying, we learn, mm. and has no idea he's on the show. Cam, this should have been disclosed. I know. If I if I were Claire, I'd be like, that's kind of a red flag. It is. Yeah. It's a little scary. Now we get this footage of Brennan. And he's wearing a Julian Assange wig. <laughs> but like the friends are in ridiculous wigs too. And they're having like the most and they are intense conversation. <laughs> Emily's friends are dressing him down while he's wearing a Julian Assange wig. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm beautiful. here for it and I can't mm-hmm. fucking wait. Mm-hmm. So that that's it. That's where we are. Um, at the end of episodes, we've been trying to rank our couples. So I'm going to give mm-hmm. you a minute. All right. We're going to we're going to write these down. Who we think is at the top, where are we go in, and who's at the bottom. And I will start and I'm going to give you a minute to write down. Okay, go on. The top of my pyramid this week is going to be Austin and Becca. I still have hope for Whoa. these two. I still really? love them. Mm-hmm. The top of my list is Clam. Okay, Clam's my number 2. Okay. Okay. Do you have Austin and Becca as your number 2? I do. Yeah. Okay. And then I think we can both agree, Emily and Brennan, yeah. and then Lauren and Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't, wouldn't it be so fucked up if Clam won this whole thing? Like they start, they had the rockiest start. You know, and I love him. I hope he does win. Well, he might murder her in her sleep, but we'll see. No, he's not because Lenny knows, you guys. <laughs> Lenny knows. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow the show. Leave us a five-star review if you like what you've heard. Jump in our Facebook group, Backdoor Friends. We have a loving, supporting, fun environment in there. Really, A lot of ladies of a certain age talking about a certain menopause. Menopause. (laughs) There's also young people in there. And I think there's like one or two men in there. Talking about a certain journey. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, We welcome all. We welcome all. If you haven't already, check out our Little Miss Recap Extra, which you can subscribe through through Apple Podcasts, Apple Subscriptions, Patreon, Supercast. We do Sister Wives content over there. And you get ad-free. 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 And follow us on Instagram. We're at 400. Woo-hoo! Most of them are my family, but, you know. I'm like, I posted something last night. I'm like, my kids are like, man, I'm like, oh boy. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Steph, I'll talk to you later and we'll see you soon. Love your bones.